All right, before we get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for uh, a, a nice, fun boys' night tonight. Uh, got came way to the pool with one of my one of my friends, and then we uh, we we went to go play some football and poker, which is a weird combination. But uh, we went with like a bunch of the guys, and, um, and then that was how I spent my night, and it was a great way to end the day. I I had a you know just a long work day, been working all week, and that was a fun, a uh, really fun night. So. I am grateful for that. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about the latest Marvel Disney Plus show, and that is, of course, Loki. So this story takes place after the events of uh, the alternate version of the first Avengers movie that we saw in Avengers Endgame, where Loki escapes with the Tesseract, uh, a.k.a. The, the Space Stone, and he is off somewhere and we don't know where this show tells us where and what exactly happened uh, during that whole that whole period of time uh, many times as as it turns out uh, there's not just one time in this movie or excuse me this show this was a show that when it was first announced i was completely uninterested this was one of the few shows that when and i'm talking the first wave of marvel announcements not the stuff we've heard since where they've since announced uh moon knight and miss marvel and uh like whatever she hulk all, all the all the stuff that they've been they've been talking about since i'm talking the first round when they say wandavision falcon winter soldier loki what if there's like a couple other ones i don't remember but um Loki was definitely the one where I was like, pass. Don't need that whatsoever. Loki is a character who I've never really been particularly interested in and who I definitely don't need to spend hours on end with. I think that for me, the movies had done more than enough. And so that was the one that I was least interested in by a long shot. And then we started to get the trailers and it started to seem a lot more interesting to me. Uh, based on what the show was being sold to me as and what it was about, I was just leaps and bounds more interested and the hype kind of kept ramping up and then i watched the first episode and that's when i first fell in love with the show and it wouldn't be the first time over the course of these six episodes this has easily eclipsed anything else marvel has put out tv wise except for daredevil um i don't know if that'll ever be touched for me but regardless um this is easily better than wandavision this is easily better oh, oh my god this is I mean, if if Falcon and Winter Soldier is, um, I don't even know how to compare this, but it it makes it makes Loki look like the Godfather compared to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That show was awful. This is a really really fantastic character study. And I love the fact that Marvel Studios has decided to take a completely different turn with this show. This show is in large part um, people sitting down and talking. And that was one of my favorite things about it. There are so many episodes uh, and, and sequences where it's just long, drawn-out conversations. There's certain certain episodes where I felt like that was, I mean, like half the show, if not more. And... I loved it. I loved the character building that was done there. I loved the the concepts that are being explored. I loved how creative they got with the storytelling. This is a show that really expects you to keep up with it. And it's jumping through times and realities and throwing all these different concepts at you very quickly. And it it always keeps interesting. It always makes the, the pace really snappy. The jokes are very funny a lot of the time. And that really goes a long way. And they don't undercut joke. Or excuse me. They don't, they don't undercut 
emotional moments, which is a real problem for me with a lot of Marvel movies. And, um, and it was something that wasn't really present for me here at all. I really hate when they have a very sincere moment and, and it feels like they actually have the courage to really sell something to you. And then they immediately turn around and tell a joke and it just totally removes the emotional underpinning from whatever scene they just had. That really, really bothers me. In this, that is not to be not to be found. I, I loved it. It's so much better like that. They do such a great job of building these characters and pitting them together in interesting ways and throwing them into interesting situations. And it just keeps uh, consistent momentum and uh, is consistently interesting through the entire thing, which was not the case for me with either of the previous two shows, in particular Captain America or whatever, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But um, WandaVision to a certain degree too. I know everyone loved that show. I didn't love that show as much as everyone else did. I certainly liked it. It's better than a lot of other stuff um, on TV. TV now and and definitely better than a lot of the Marvel shows but it, for me it didn't like sing like a lot of people felt like it did it, it was just it was it was still mostly average uh, that one of the biggest things about that for me was that the B story was very uninteresting and the way that they wove it in with the A story I thought was not very well done and a lot of the annoying side characters were just too much after a certain point like I just don't need more cat deadings ever this this completely dispenses with that i mean there are no annoying side characters there are really no characters that don't eventually come into play in a much different way than they started out as like for instance miss minutes she's basically like a weird holographic time um jumping siri right and you think, oh, well, what, what's she going to do? And then at the end, she comes back as sort of this weird negotiator, sort of pseudo villain presence. And she's sort of like the harbinger of doom. And I was like, that is completely not where I saw this going. But I loved it. It was such a cool turn on something where it's like you see it and you're like, oh, OK, that I get it. And then by the end, they've totally twisted what you think about that character. And that happens with a lot of characters in this. And they really just they trim the fat. You know, Kat Dennings, there's no reason for her to be there. Randall Park. I really liked him in WandaVision, but there's no real reason for him to be there. None of these characters are undergoing arcs or really changing in any way significantly from the beginning to the end. In this, I felt like if you were going to really spend time with even a side character, you were going to get something out of them. Like, for instance, the sort of older kind of pudgier Loki. Uh, imagine it like the the Peter B. Parker version of Loki. Um, you know, Spider-Verse. Uh, Peter B. Parker is like the fatter, kind of older, a little bit depressed uh, version of Peter. It's kind of this, but for Loki, um, that that character comes comes in a way in the, in the climax of episode five that's like so powerful and so cool and it like shows the the variants of loki that we've been following the that they can do so much more with their powers and that they you know buys them time and he sacrifices himself and it's just it's a really really cool end to a character who they definitely could have just not really done anything with but because they go that extra mile i think it really makes it feel like everyone in the show needed to be in the show and that is really really cool to me uh, there are also just a lot of emotional moments where I felt like they hit the notes perfectly. For me, the best part of the entire show actually did happen in episode one. And that's not a knock against the show at all. It's just something that I felt like couldn't possibly be topped. And it's the moment when uh, Loki starts to sort of realize his own insignificance. And it's the beginning of a really powerful character arc for him. 
and he's looking at the infinity stones and they're just in some guy's desk and he's like oh yeah they they use them for paperweights around here and he's like takes a step back and he kind of and he kind of like sees that and he's like is this the greatest power in the universe that moment for me was the single best part about this entire show him realizing the own or his own insignificance how inconsequential all this stuff that he's been chasing the the stuff that has been the entire crux of this ochre overarching story of like 22 films and it's just here they have them all they're in a they're in a desk drawer and they don't even treat them as like oh they're really powerful dangerous weapons make sure you handle them with caution they weigh down papers in an office like that that idea that dichotomy that was so so cool and that was one of the parts about the show that immediately hooked me the way tom hendelson played that moment and like the sort of the hollowness like the emptiness to his voice and just like that realization that like there is always someone bigger than you and this stuff it does not matter in comparison to the stuff that we're dealing with here amazing it was perfect and then a lot of the stuff when him and sylvie are fighting in the end of the last episode that was really really intriguing uh, i really liked the way that they play off each other how you have that kind of thing of like what he even says in the show uh you can't trust me and i can't be trusted and like that sort of fire and 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 gasoline type thing that they have going on where like they're not good for each other but they they tr they're trying and they, and they just can't make it work it was just it was perfect and while i did find the fi the finale a little bit underwhelming i like that they didn't opt for the big stupid battle that was one of the things that i hated the most about wandavision was um you know above all else was the fact that wanda wasn't the, vi the villain and that they absolved her of all consequences to fight you know clearly she was in the wrong um but other than that i think one of the biggest problems was that they they just go to the normal Marvel big battle in the sky and it just kind of loses all the all the originality and like the wit that the rest of the show had in, in its best moments in this I mean it, it is kind of underwhelming but at the same time what else can you expect from a show that was just a lot of people sitting down and talking about big broad concepts this is exactly what the finale is and so in a way it's sort of the perfect ending and the cliffhanger that it leaves you on man um, I had to talk to my, some of my friends about some of this. I didn't realize the extent to which this is setting up stuff for the upcoming films and TV shows, but I'm really, really excited. Uh, the whole Kang the Conqueror thing, everything with that and all the different multiverses, man, I am, I'm very excited for what's coming next. And more importantly, I'm excited for the next season of Loki, which is something I never ever thought I would say if you if you asked me like a year or two whatever they announced these um however far back that was if you would have been like uh hey you think you'd be excited for like another season of Loki after it wraps up you know how long you think you're gonna watch this show for I would be like I don't even think I want to watch the first season but it left me so intrigued the fact that he's in another dimension and he's freaking out and he's talking to Mobius and it's just like I, I don't know who you are who are you and you realize this isn't where he belongs. She sent him to another place. And it's like, oh my God. And then it's just it. I really wish that the second season was coming out sooner because I really, really want to know what happens. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. But for now, this is uh, this is a pretty damn near perfect show for me in terms of what I would like out of this Marvel stuff. Um, this really set in stone for me. Uh, sort of the problem I felt with both Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow, I think was like the... 
the triple punch of um, of Black Widow coming out so close to Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then um, also Loki being in that interim, and me not really being crazy about either of the former two, but being really interested in the latter. Um, I loved Loki, and I really didn't like the sort of more bland, formulaic uh, Marvel spy shit. And I think that that just really crystallized for me that that's just not going to stand for me anymore. Um, I just am not interested in those types of stories from Marvel anymore. The buy the books, cookie cutter, washed out gray look. And then it's just like do, people doing karate against each other in a vague a villain in the sky. It's it's just not really the stuff that I want to see from them. Uh, from from this point forward, I think that they just have so many much more interesting possibilities and I can't wait to see them explore them. This is one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen, in particular in terms of a superhero show. Um, I don't think this is... I really don't think pretty much anything compares. Maybe Legion, maybe Watchmen. Those are some pretty out-there shows. But this is this is definitely carving its own lane, and I love that about it. Uh, I love like the Loki variance episode and all the really weird, campy ridiculousness that comes with that. Um, I just love that they've decided to branch out and tell these totally new and refreshing stories that don't feel like anything that they've done before. I'm so there for Shang-Chi. I'm so there for Eternals. What if the next Spider-Man movie? I can't wait. Um, this has definitely really got me hyped for the future in a lot of big ways. So th yeah, this is awesome. This is easily my favorite. I can't wait to see more. If you haven't seen it, Get out from the Rocky we're living under and go out and watch it. This is a really, really great show. Um, forget all the fanboy and hype and all the like, oh my God, King the Conqueror, Multiverse, Spider-Man, uh, Spider Doctor Strange. Forget all that. This is a show with great writing, great pacing, really great character work, performances that are amazing, some of the best we've seen out of uh, some of the these performers, in particular Tom Hiddleston. Um, I really liked Sylvie as a character. She was a very fun new addition. Um, I loved the idea of the TVA, the look of this show. It has a look wholly its own. I love that whole retro future concept that they play around with in this a lot. It's got a great aesthetic. It's shot very well, and it just... It is totally its own thing, and it's taking the MCU in a really, really interesting and exciting direction, and I couldn't be happier, so please, definitely go check this out. This is an awesome show. All right, you know the drill. Rate, view, subscribe, review your podcast. Five stars, super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and tell a friend about the show if you think they would enjoy it. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about the podcast. So, so thank you if you've done that, and thank you in advance if you are going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me, and yeah. Until next time, for all time, always, peace.